What's up? We back here on the LJ Show. Uh, I got to bring my boy. I have to bring my boy, Steve Mario Manila, in here. The Thriller Manila. Uh, that's his Instagram uh, up name on Instagram. So I think it's Steve Man- Manila on Twitter. I have to. I, I don't. I don't really know. But we'll ask him when he, once he gets on here. Uh, thank you for joining me again here in the morning on uh, at five a.m. So remember. Uh, this is for those uh, graveyard shift people, you know, people that uh, work graveyard shifts and work the early morning shift. So when I used to work the early morning shift and, and the graveyard shift, I always wanted something to listen to uh, just besides my playlist on iTunes. And, and so that's why we started the time from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. And um, we're going to try to get Steve Manella to join us here. So let me see. invite all right <clears throat> so how are you guys doing uh this morning and also everybody watching on facebook live what's up uh, so how's everybody doing today uh i know we had the another man had another killing of an unarmed black man um on uh, let me see in atlanta i believe that was in atlanta and so and, and i watched all of the uh, the tape on uh, TMZ. I watched all of it on, on TMZ, and um, man, let me start by saying that uh, we got Steve here with us. What's up, Steve? Um, let me hey, start. What's going on, everybody? What, I, let me start by saying that I am not a police officer, and if I train, so I took the test of. I'm give somebody give everybody a little background. Um, I we'll, we'll get into it just a little bit, Steve. Okay. I'm not gonna take too long. All right. Okay. All right so give no, you a little, little background. I took the state highway patrol test of Texas and Oklahoma because I I wanted to be a Texas Ranger, so I went to go take the Texas Ranger test. I mean the uh, Texas Highway Patrol and a black uh, highway patrolman from Texas recruited me to go down there and take the test. So I went to Wichita Falls and I passed the the physical part. And then when I got to the written part, I passed everything but the math because I forgot high school math and the geometry and what angle is this and uh, I mean uh, what what pi is this and the radius. I mean, uh, can you tell me what the radius of this is? Uh, uh, whatever, uh, Steve, do you remember the radius and the and the and the angle side angle stuff? See, that's what I'm talking no, about. No, honestly, don't, brother. <laughs> yeah, so I, I forgot all that stuff, and so I didn't pass the, the exam for the Texas Highway Patrol. Then I went to take the uh, Oklahoma Highway Patrol because I know a guy in the, in the guard that uh, that's in there. His name is uh, Sergeant Jackson, uh, and so I, I know that he, he was in there, so I've been talking to him. He told me to go take the test, so I went to go take it, and I passed the physical part. And when I got to the written part, I didn't pass the written part. And then I tried to take the firefighter's exam. I didn't pass the firefighter's exam. First of all, the firefighter's exam is the hardest test I ever took in my life. Okay, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know where they get this stuff from, but that is the hardest test I ever took in my life. But go back I on heard the police. It is. Yeah, it's it's very hard, bro. But going back on the police stuff, I, I didn't pass, so I I tried to be. Uh, a police officer, and I probably, if I want to, I can just go and take it again and pass it again, probably. But, and I'm saying that I did try to be a police officer because I want to serve my community because I felt that, you know, going to Afghanistan and Iraq and Kuwait was not really serving my community right where I live at. 
you know, so I want to serve my community, my state, and, and everything. But, guys, I'm telling you right now that, and, and I'm speaking about this because I, I opened up talking about the case, I mean, the, what, what happened in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, yesterday. Um, it is a thankless job, and I cannot be a police officer because it is, it is a thankless job, you know. Even the, even the good ones like my cousin and um, and and you met uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Dawson Frazier he was a cadet a RTC cadet uh, when when you were um, uh, here in Oklahoma but he's an officer his wife yep. is an officer uh, my cousin is an officer I got a cousin in Arlington I got a cousin in uh, Austin uh, I got other people that I know in the guard that's officers and they're pretty they're good officers and so but they're taking heat right now just because they got a badge and. And, and so it's a thankless job, and also you know the the code. I, I think when when you talk about what needs to be done and all that stuff, well, it could be the EOF. I mean uh, ROE. I mean you know what EOF and ROE is <laughs> rules um, rules of engagement, escalation of force, and all that stuff. Our, when, when we deploy as guardsmen or as uh, military uh, servicemen, when we go overseas, our EOF escalation of force. Uh, it's way rules and regulations is way different than the police are right now. Um, I mean that's what it, that's the way it was when when I deployed twice. Uh, I was actually a military policeman uh, my first deployment, and our rules of engagement were totally different than the uh, police force is now. So meaning that uh, we could not engage at all really <laughs> unless. Right. A seven point six two round from an AK forty seven went past my ear, and I heard it, and I know what the name of the bullet is. I know who it came from. I know when it was made, and all that stuff. I know the serial number on it. Then I could fire back or do something like that. Wow. You know, uh, I, I, you know, I'm pretty sure the CIA will contact me later, but I hope not. That's, y'all forgive me. Y'all forgive me. Uh, I didn't tell you what part of Afghanistan <laughs> I was at, but uh, then you can fire back. But you know, it's just not like that here with the police department and uh and i don't know all because i'm not a police officer i don't know all the use of force policies of every police department because i'm not a police officer and i'm not out there patrolling streets at night or in the daytime i'm at work at night when i go to bed i got a comfortable <laughs> you know i get compared to police officer i got a comfortable life you got a comfortable life compared to compared to a police officer because of what they do so uh I try my best not to come down hard on the police officer because if somebody breaks in my house, you know, if I'm here, um, well, I may not call the police at first. I may call the police after they, you know, after I get done with them. You know, I may call now. Hey, man, there's somebody laying on the ground over there. I, don't, you know, I, I, I got so upset I forgot where I was. You know, something like that. <laughs> but, right. uh, so I, but there does there does need to be some changes. Uh, and the change that I that I put forth was was saying that you know we need more black police officers and because maybe that'll help maybe that'll help the them understand how to deal with with and I'm saying and I'm saying that without knowing what the data says and the stats says my degree was in cr- criminology so I know that you really have to look at the UCR the Unified Crime Report with the FBI statistics uh, on the FBI website 
and then look at some research articles from uh, professors and stuff in criminology to really talk about these things. So I'll be very careful, but there does need to be some changes. And one of those changes, I said, it can be more black officers. And I know the Texas Highway Patrol was trying, trying really hard to hire more minority officers during the time when I took the test. So anyway, Steve, uh, uh, I guess with that, I, we can go ahead and you can, you can say something today if you want to or not, because I just, I just brought it out there, but you, we can start out, you can start by talking about that, just giving your two cents about that. And then we'll get into right. the NFL. No, you're right. Uh, I, honestly, I agree with you. I think there, there should be more minority police officers, uh, everywhere, and uh, and I agree with you that way. I think they can kind of see, you know, from the law enforcement's uh, point of view, because I'm with you. I'm not one that's going to sit here and say all cops are evil or bad and right. and, and against the against the system and, 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 and cheating the system. I mean, we know, actually, we had a, a police officer in, in our unit and in, in uh, Sergeant Williams. So and, yeah. and we know he's not. We know what kind of uh, a man he is. Right. And um, so throwing all the police officers under the bus, that's not right. And it's not right that, uh, you know, all of these police officers, not all of them, but right now most of them are catching a lot of heat because of what what's happened recently in Minneapolis and, and then, of course, Atlanta just yesterday, which is another tragedy. So it's a tough job. I'm not going to lie. It's a tough job. But I wouldn't want to do it, to be honest. So, yeah. I, I'm you know, good now, bro. Yep, yep. Kudos to the police officers out there and sheriffs and state troopers and everybody because um, it's a tough job. Right. Yeah, it's de it's definitely a tough job. Like I said, it's a thankless job because the same people that want to get rid of the police and want to do, you know, there's different conversations out there about defunding and disbanding. And we know defunding does not mean disband, but there is a conversation in some people that say disband, just get away and let's have an alternate uh, security, community security. Like, bro, you don't want to do that because then you'll have a bunch of people out there that don't, that's not trained correctly and they just don't that's know how to deal with hard. people and everything. And one thing my mom said, she works for Urban League here in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah. That the police, they get called to do everything. They get, you know, whether it's a mental health person, whether it's a social issue, they're not social yep. workers, they're not mental health workers. And, and so that's one thing as far as moving the money to another place uh, that can help, you know, as far as add more social workers, add more mental health help, and which yep. politicians on both sides, they've been trying to do that for years. But, you know, it's <laughs> we, can get to, we can get into that. But they've been trying to do that for years. You know, add, right. you look at the Republicans, they've been trying to, talk, whenever the, uh, the mass shootings happen, they start talking about, well, let's get more money in the mental health. You know, and then the, on the other side, the Democrats, they said, well, let's just take away the guns. Let's take away the, the this type of gun or something like that. So they've been trying to talk about that for years. Uh, but, you know, maybe it, maybe it can happen. And but plus, you know, and me, you know, this is my this is my radio show. I, uh, yeah, guys, this is the LJ show. You listen to it on uh, JamOKC86radio.com. And also, you're watching it on Facebook Live. I thank you for everybody joining me. What's up, Miss Terry? Uh, what's up, Pastor White? Uh, so, this I can say this because this is my radio show. But you want to take away money and funding? Let's let's holler at those uh, congressmen and senators, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's take let's shave some of that salary off a little bit, 
and, and, and dish it over yep. there. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But let's get into the NFL, Steve. So, uh, the NFL, they um, – they approved. I mean, they. Roger Goodell he made a statement on this issue, uh, saying that he should have. They should have listened. So, and then also Baker Mayfield said he's going to kneel no matter what. Um, so, you think the NFL is just going to say, um, if you want to kneel, that's fine, and if you don't, that's fine. Are they going to just have one, you know, one one body doing one thing? You know, is it going to be uniformity? Or is it just gonna be okay if you whatever you feel is what you is what you can do because it's your right, which is the way I feel anyway. It's your right to kneel. It's your right to stand up. I wear it on my right arm, so I, I always stand up and salute. Um, but, but I, that's what I do because I saw my I saw battle right. buddies get put on the plane in boxes, so I'm always stand up and salute. Yep. But uh, so what? What say? You? So right. what, so what? What'd you hear about that? Yeah, I uh, and, and you brought up a great point. That's gonna it's gonna be a good question. What's the league gonna do when you're gonna have a certain amount of players kneel and then some some aren't? You might have coaches that don't participate in that. So I think you, usually you would think it'd be uh, some kind of uniform with the NFL. Uh, you know, and I'm with you. You know what? It's everybody's right. If you want to kneel. You know what, and I'm, you know, again, you know, we're different, you know, serving and everything. And I'm not saying kneeling is, uh, you know, 100% uh, disrespecting the the United States military or the flag. I understand that these, that during these times, you know, they're they're kneeling for different causes. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, we're all different. And like I said, us, us being uh, members of the military, you know, I, I'm never going to disrespect the flag in any way. Right. But I will also I, I'm a hundred and you know I'm a hundred and fifty percent with uh, Black Lives Matter. So yeah. you know I mean I, I'm not against uh, you know I'm not against any anybody's will and anybody's wishes. I mean you know and and it's a tough deal. It's a shame that in 2020 now we're still dealing with this. It's a shame, but you know it's the it's the world we live in, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping you know these uh, tragic. Uh, moments and times we've had lately will um, hopefully bring our country closer together and end the battle of racism. I mean, it's a shame that we're still talking about it in 2020. Yeah, yeah. What you know, well, you know, racism in itself is a sin. I know Pastor White, he'll, he'll, he'll agree with me too. It is, it is, and the foundation of it is, is a sin. To hate another person's color of their skin is you have an issue with God because that's the way, like, God created me this color. He created you that color. So if I don't like you because of the color of your skin, then I got an issue with God. I don't have an issue with you. Uh, so that's right. so we will, as a in that perspective, we will never, it will never go away. You know what I'm saying? So, but as far as on the surface and everything, like something happened to me in my job where my boss, he said, he said a racial inappropriate comment that, you know, there's something that if you feel a certain way about an uh, issue, that's that's okay how you how you feel. But it should be certain things should be said at the workplace. Certain things should not be said at the workplace. So, right. and, you know, so on the surface, it, as far as at the workplace, at school, at, in the team locker room, and all that stuff, that stuff needs we need to have more compassion, more be more empathetic, and everything. Now, I'll let the the politicians and the uh, 
and I'll still talk about the the far as the police department and and so and the justice system and and everything that with their goals. But on the on the surface, um, we gotta get better at that point, you know, and on uh, as far as being in public and everything. But I think I saw something on uh, and then I was gonna talk about Drew Brees, but then he he um, you know, the deal with Drew Brees, you know, if you if it, I don't think he should apologize because I mean uh, okay yeah he should apologize, um, but that's not how he feels. You know what I'm saying? He he doesn't yeah. he doesn't feel that way. He felt the way that he said in the beginning. You know, so now I'm pretty sure Michael Thomas and all them like I I pre I, yeah I know I thank you for the apology Drew but yeah we yeah man, we know what you talk you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he he yeah. just just he just just should have kept it and. And what, what do you think? Michael Thomas is going to drop the ball or something every time he throw it to him? Right. And, and that, and, right. That's the thing. I mean, Breeze, we'll call it like it is. He he apologized, but it was, it, we all know why. It's because he, he, he was right. really pressure, pressured in. He was pressured in to apologize. He really feels uh, – and because he said this in the past too. So he feels strongly about kneeling. And, again, that's his right, you know. So mm-hmm. – uh, coming out and, and writing that long apology and all that, God, that, that I'm with you. That, that's just that was just peer pressure right there. All right. So and then also I think I also uh, seen something about um, I think um, who's the wide right receiver for the Arizona that that just got traded to Arizona? Hopkins. Uh, yeah, I think he came out and said that he was the best receiver. And then um, I, th- I think Michael Thomas and uh, Julio, they had something to say about that. So did you, did you get a chance to see that? Right. I, did, I did see that. Um, and it, it's a tough debate with those three because they're three of the top ones in the league. So I don't, I don't think you can really go wrong with picking either one of them. And shout out real quick to uh, Sergeant Claw who just joined watching, uh, you know, him and his Green Bay Packers that he likes. So. <clears throat> Oh man, you know I don't like the Green Bay Packers. I don't, I don't remember the last time we beat Mister Discount Discount Double Check, but uh, it, it's it's all good, man. You know we 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 just I, what I think with the Green Bay Packers. I think next time we I think we play the Packers in Arlington this year. I think we just not allow any cheese heads, uh, any like the hats. We shouldn't allow them in the stadium. You know we can allow the fans to come right. in because we want to sell tickets, but. I think we should take the when like when we see a cheese head hat. Nope, just gotta either you can throw it in the trash or you cannot come in. I mean, I don't. I mean, that sounds good to me. Just yeah, like got, the t- terrible towel, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I yeah. gotta. I gotta get Claw a cheese head. So one of us gotta get him a cheese head, man. Yeah. That, that, that'll that'll put it all up there for him. All right. Yeah. So top ten. So let's do this. Top ten uh, QBs that's under pressure. So I'm looking on the NFL website. Uh, I don't know if you worked on this or not. Uh, what if you if you if you can just guess what the top ten would be? What what do you think they would be? As far as under pressure, yeah, I I, I would say uh, Russell Wilson's got to be up there. Um, and I would say let's go let's go let's Watson, go let's go ten. Okay, let's start at ten. Who you think is number ten? From the NFL's website, NFL.com? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I I would say Dak's got to be up there. 
Who's number 10? You go, so, number, go for the list. Check right. the list. All right, Daniel Jones is number 10. Okay. And then Josh Allen's number 9. And then Dak is number 8. And then Matt Ryan is uh, yep. number 7. And then okay. uh, Matthew Stafford, number 6. Your boy Kirk, number 5. And then, uh, I don't know about number 4. Lamar Jackson, number 4. I mean, he just—I mean, he just bro had a breakout season last year. I don't know why he would be under pressure that much, but um, number three is right. Derek Carr. I understand that. Uh, number two, <laughs> Drew Brees. Y'all done saying that. And number one, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. So. Oh, okay. I don't know about Ryan Tannehill being number one. Oh, was one. this the list? Right. Was this the list for the uh, most pressure as far as uh, you know? Have you? The most pressure is on these guys to yeah. perform. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, this yeah, Dak. Hey, you know what? Dak wants that. Dak wants that thirty-five million a year. He he better perform. <clears throat> thirty-five million, man. I, I told you before. I give him uh, 20, 28, 29. Well, I give him, I give him a little bit more than um than um uh, Carson, but. But so, what's, tell everybody what you're working on. This is uh, Steve Manella from Pro Football Focus. Uh, you listen to it on JamoKC86Radio.com and also looking at it on watching it on Facebook Live. Uh, so, what are you working on right now, Steve? Yeah, working on uh, some uh, J- Justin Fields tape lately, Ohio State from last year. Really, really think he's going to have a big year this year, and the Buckeyes will too. They got a lot of talent on offense. So, I, I-, I think uh, I posted online the other day, but I think Fields is. Definitely the favorite to win the Heisman. I know Trevor Lawrence is, is going to have a, a good year as well. So, and there'll be some dark horse guys. But uh, right now, I'm all in on fields. So. And I can't wait to see Spencer Rattler uh, perform for the Sooners. We'll see what he's got. Yeah, he's definitely got a chance to, to win the Heisman like uh, Johnny Manziel did um, back in the day. What was that, like six, seven years ago, something like that? So, he's definitely got a chance to it's win It's been it. a while, yeah. He, He's gonna have. I can't wait to see the tight end from for OU. Um, the the kid that he they took the red shirt off last year. Right. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. So he's got some weapons. Um, I, I don't know about at running back. I think Marcus Majors. I think he's still hurt. But um, he, he should have. Uh, you know, he should have enough weapons to at running back. But so Justin Fields, huh? I I think Trevor Lawrence still gonna get it because Clemson is Clemson. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a good choice, too. Those are definitely top two guys there. Uh, Trey Lance from North Dakota State's uh, getting a lot of hype. But just the fact they really don't play anybody, that, that's going to hurt him, I think, in the end. They, they, they just don't have a strong schedule like that. So he'll put up big numbers, but they're going to look at it and say, okay, who did he play? Yeah, I mean, nobody really. I mean, it's North, it's, uh, North, North Dakota State, but – uh, so do you, I think you had Justin Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yep. I'm trying to had, think. Had Chuba Hubbard up there too from OSU. Yeah, he's gonna run all over the Big Twelve. We know that. Uh, yep. Let's see. Um, so you're just looking at the quarterbacks right now. Uh, here, here recently, yeah, looking at more more quarterbacks. But you know, we'll see what happens. You know, like I said, it's uh. <laughs> You know, I'm hoping that they can start on time. I don't know what Zach was saying about the NBA. I know they're talking uh, about the end of July. The but 
June thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah. So Georgia. So who's taking over for Jake Fromm? They got a kid named Jamie Newman transferred over there from Wake Forest, so he's going to be their starting quarterback. You know, Jake Fromm is up here in Buffalo now with the Bills, so uh, he, he kind of got in some heat going back to what we were just oh, talking about prior. <laughs> he yeah. got in some heat. I don't even know what the heck he was thinking when yeah. he said that, but yeah. I don't know, man. These guys, man, they just got uh, – they just don't think sometimes. Sometimes. A lot of times they don't think. Uh, you know, but uh, that's like uh, that's like um, letting uh, that's like letting Sergeant Claude drive to California from Oklahoma. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, and I was and I was the platoon leader that that okayed that too. So it <laughs> makes me feel even worse. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, but I'm looking hey, on this. Uh, we made it. Yeah, we didn't make it. Didn't make it. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, what else we got here? I was trying to look at this um, this this drop interceptions that you that you posted that had James Winston number yes. one and then the the last the next two uh, I don't know I you know I think that you was uh, trying to get me that day when you posted that you know I don't know why you had to let the I world was. know this man. Uh, the, yeah, the I next... was actually. Uh, you know, you said you wanted Cowboys content on there, so I gave you a couple Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton is the next two in my, in my oh man right. but, uh, but yeah so uh, yeah we're gonna get out of here Steve I thank you for joining me man um, yeah this is Steve Manella from, oh, yeah. uh, from Pro Football Focus uh, Steve go ahead and let everybody know they can follow you at and uh, check out your stuff yeah follow me on Twitter I'm always on Twitter on there Steve Manella hit me up you know, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, I see Sergeant Claw commented on here, and he's laughing at us about our jokes around uh, to him. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's all good, Sergeant. You know, he, he knows the truth. Yeah, yeah. It's he... all good, my man. Appreciate you. All right, then. Man, I'll holler at you later, man. Thank you for joining me, Steve. All right, buddy. We'll see you.